Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center where we dream revival with God and serve people in love. It's a church devoted to celebrate God, pursue God, present God, imitate God and to host God. Now, here's a sermon from this weekend at church. very you know it's more of a study it's more of a not a preaching but or a very prophetic message but it 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 just came through a period when uh, i was i was in a season uh, in my life you know like god does his work in seasons if you see even in ecclesiastes chapter 3 he does uh work in seasons he says right there's a time for everything a time to uh let's go to ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 to 8 for everything there is a season a time for every activity under heaven a time to be born a time to die a time to plant a time to harvest a time to kill a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build up a time to cry and a time to laugh a time to grieve and a time to dance a time to scatter stones a time to gather stones a time to embrace and a time to turn away a time to search and a time to quit searching a time to keep and time to throw away a time to tear and a time to mend a time to be quiet and a time to speak a time to love a time to hate a time for war a time for peace so there is a time for everything even the writer in ecclesiastes he says that there is a time for a time where there is a season of uh, restlessness but there is also peace that comes through uh, and if you see that's how our god is god is beyond time our god does not work in time we are bound in time he is a god who works in seasons he is a god who uh, does his work in seasons there's a season for everything so uh, i think it it's in the beginning yes for in the beginning itself if you see in uh, ecclesiastes 1 for everything there is a season so the time frame that we uh, that god moves in it's it's a season and he's he is so um, specific or he is very knowing about uh, he knows the season you are in he knows that if this is a season of uh, you know if this is a season of crying he would not move to a season of more depression or more breaking but through through your weeping sorrow may last for a night right that's what the word says sorrow may last for a night but joy comes in the morning and that morning is not just the morning that we see as the day or the morning when the sun rises mornings in a life can refer to uh, a period of joy a period where he is shifting so our god shifts in seasons and uh, so i was in this season where i was uh, you, you know i was going through a, a season and the lord was teaching me a lot of things 
and I was uh, and all of a sudden uh, it so happened that uh, I heard that this is the next word you you'll be sharing. And I'm like, Lord, no, I'm not sharing the season I'm going through. I will, why would I share? This is something personal. And uh, the Lord is like, he, he's quiet. He's quiet, you know. It's like, it's, I, I like that about God. Even if we mess up or even if we, he's like, even if you go to God and you just throw to Amtrums, he just said something and he does it. He is so faithful. He, he, he is so faithful. He would... He says, I love you, and nothing changes the fact that he loves you. Even if we run away, even if, you know, like the prodigal son, we go and bury our head in, that, uh, in, in, uh, in, in the mud, but he is so faithful. He's such an amazing God. So um, I would just like you guys to, you know, be in the attitude of prayer. It's, it's what your spirit wants that the Lord will start unveiling. It says in uh, Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. Uh, I think that is the NLT version. I'm sorry, I do not have slides. It was in a hurry. I had to just put up all the verses. But uh, I like the message translation that says, Are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words, the spirit blowing through the churches. In the NLT, it would say, uh, listen to what the Spirit says, or uh, the other versions. I think the Amplified also says, hear and heed. And uh, the other version also says, understand. Understand what the Spirit says. So I would want you guys to, you know, just be in that attitude, uh, expecting. Uh, because every time we come in His presence, we... We need to come expecting. We, we can't just go back the way we've come. There has to be a change. There has to be a transformation, be it, um, you know, internally or physically. We serve a God who is a God who works in our life. He, he, he is not a God who is uh, so um, const constant, is the word? Can you use constant? No, is uh, not... Uh, he's not a God who would not work. Probably we, we can be lazy and just chill out and do nothing and, you know, stay the same all through our lives, but he's not a God who will not work. He's a God who will work and make sure that there is a change in our lives. So, uh, so the message that I had, I was, I was going through a season where, you know, he was speaking to me from the book of Daniel. Uh, by the way, I do not have a title for this sermon. I, I don't know why, but I, I, was, I just kept asking the Lord, Lord, give me a title. I'm like, till the end. I, I, I just know that the theme is on serving and, uh, yeah. So I just want to put this forth. Service unto man and service unto God uh, are two different things. As in, if you see, service unto man happens only from a place when uh, your heart is ready to serve a God. Um, it's like, it's as good as saying that um, I, I want to, you know, I want to be able to serve, but if, if you do not have love, 
you would not be able to and and uh, as human beings we are broken as human beings we uh, we are we live in a fallen world so when it's good to have a heart to serve but having our own hearts to serve the way we want it mm, I, i don't think that's the, that's the right way probably i i believe uh, you know it's only when a love that takes over your heart a love that heals your heart that's when you can start to serve that's when you can start to um, be in a place where because jesus he said no uh, he's not come um, the the son of god has not come to serve come to be served but to serve yeah the uh, the son of god has not come to uh be served but to serve so that only happened as his relationship with the father uh kept growing each day he could only have a heart to you know see people with the eyes of compassion when when you know that uh the person who is covering you has that heart you would own your heart would only go more passionate to do something when you know that your jesus has a heart he had a heart to serve your heart would only go more crazy to serve and um, so if even if you see the tagline that we have outside on uh, at the door of brc it says dreaming revival with god and serving people in love but uh it it's with god and serving so god people but everything happens only with the factor called love right so if you see uh, uh matthew chapter 20 chapter 22 so he said jesus replied you must love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul all your mind this is the first and the greatest commandment uh i think there is a message translation uh, that says okay i i think i don't have it here no problem uh well so so uh yeah so as we were saying love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul and all your strength so it it all sums down to that thing that is love god and love people it's it's once you start loving your god it happens that you start loving the people around you and you would want to serve um and uh yeah i i would like to say this there is nothing better than being under a shadowed covenant you know there and that is a love covenant that we have there's nothing better than uh, being under a covenant of love a covenant of joy so if if we can can we go to daniel chapter 1 
So in Daniel chapter 1, it is a, a chapter where there is this king, Nebuchadnezzar, and uh, he ha and there is Daniel. But there's not much description about Daniel, but he was brought as captive into Babylon. And uh, King Nebuchadnezzar being, uh, you know, the king of Babylon in that period, he asked for a few characteristics. He looked for a few characteristics uh, for, uh, for the people so that they could serve in the house of the Lord. Yeah, we'll read that. During the third year of the King Jehoiakim's reign in Judea, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave him victory over King Jehoiakim of Judah, permitted him to take some of the sacred objects from the temple of God. So Nebuchadnezzar took them back to the land of Babylonia and placed them in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief of staffs, to bring uh, to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family and other noble families whom, who he had been brought to Babylon as captives. Select only... So now here are the characteristics. Let's, let's read this together. Select only strong, healthy, good-looking young men, he said. Make sure they are well-versed in every branch of learning, are gifted with knowledge and good judgment, and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon. Uh, we'll stop there for some time. So the king looked for a few characteristics, and it was... Uh, I, I categorize that into three parts. It, he looked for appearance, that is, young men without blemish, handsome in appearance, skillful in all wisdom. And then he looked for excellence. So he looked for skillful in all wisdom, possessing intelligence or discernment, and they were quick to understand. And he also looked for skills, that is, a, who had ability to serve, ability to learn a new language. So it, it sums down in three parts, that is appearance, excellence, skills. But what I liked about uh, all of this, what caught my attention was, he was looking for someone who had the ability to serve. Now, um, I'm not talking about, I, I'm taking this to a different context. I'm, I'm not talking, uh, uh, using this context. So on the back of your mind, you, ne you need to keep in mind, I'm talking about serving and us being people, even if you're called to be uh, serving in, in the house, or if, even if you're called to be serving at church, called to be serving in the marketplace or the industry, wherever, you know, the Lord has positioned you. So, uh, so yeah, so something that caught my attention was that ability to serve. Now, uh, if you see Psalms chapter 92, verse 13, it says, For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the kings of our God, in the courts of our God. In the NKJV version, it says, Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And then uh, Romans chapter 12, 
verse 11. I'm, I'm going to take a lot of scripture. There's just a lot of scripture. So, uh, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. This is, I like this from the NIV version. It says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Fervor is nothing but your passion, your intense passion to serve. So, um, again, it, it cannot happen without love. It cannot happen without uh, being in that place of where God puts you and, and he says that when, I believe Daniel must have gone through a lot of process. He was brought from Israel to Babylon and uh, from going from there, probably they might have been brainwashed to the Babylonian culture. Literally, in fact, it went to a point where their identities were changed. It went to a point where their names were changed. That that changed their identity. But no matter, uh, no matter, you know, if people change their identity around them, they knew for a fact who their God is. And uh, this is something that we need to know. Wherever we are positioned, no matter what people call you, no matter what you are tagged as, but your identity is the one whom he calls you to be, the one whom he sees you as. You are his beloved, you are his child, nothing changes the fact. So, uh, so yeah, so now uh, in Matthew 22, 37 to 40, the message version, it says like this way, we read the NLT version. Let's read the message version. It says, Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. Did you hear that? Like, passion, prayer, intelligence. This is the most important, the first on any list. But there is a second to set alongside it. Love others as well as love yourself. You need to heal on the inside and start loving yourself because out of, when you start loving yourself, you can love people. He, he said, that's how uh, it summed up. Love God, love people. So yes, you need to love yourself. And as you start to serve, so my first point would be, there is a season for preparation. There is a season you are put into when uh, you are going through a process of preparation when you're called to serve. And uh, if you see all of God's generals in the Bible, every person, probably if you see Moses' life, he went through a period of preparation. Esther went through a period of preparation. Uh, David went through a period of preparation. Jesus had his own period of preparation. So even Daniel, was, you know, he had like three years of preparation even before he could serve in the king's court. And uh, so if you look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, but Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to him by the king. Uh, Another version, it says, Daniel resolved in his heart, right? So, uh, so I, would, I would like to say, uh, there is always a time, even when uh, you are positioned somewhere, you need to resolve in your heart. You need to uh, 
determine in your heart what are you doing you need to know jesus always went on assignment he pastor shaiju was talking yesterday to us and he was he was, he addressed the crowd and he said wherever jesus went he went on assignment in your life every season that you are in it has an assignment so uh, that assignment can be fulfilled once you choose to determine once you choose to once you know uh, or discern the situation you are in and you know you start resolving in your heart you start resolving in your heart that i will not uh, choose uh, anything else apart from a god that i have because he is my first love and then the second point so as as you choose god over your circumstances it goes to say in chapter verse 9 now god had given the chief of staff both respect and affection of for daniel that goes to the second point so it says uh, he had given the chief of staff both respect and affection from uh, for daniel it's it's more like a favor that came uh, towards daniel from from that babylonian you know chief because they were people who wanted to set rules uh, just uh, and um, just uh, it's probably you are under authority and you do not work under that authority it would make somebody mad who is <laughs> above you but there was favor it was it was an unusual favor uh, he he just caught the favor in uh, that person's you know heart and as soon as uh, and then verse 10 says though the chief was scared to talk so this happens this is the context where they were given food uh, to eat and they were given like food from the king's table along with wine but then they said no we're going to uh, have just test us for 10 days and see uh, with vegetables and just water i'm not asking you to go and diet please <laughs> okay why, why is everyone so serious okay so uh, so yes as soon as you stepped into a season can can i have sanju come here so so suppose i have to walk through a i have to walk this lane this this is my lane and i have to walk this lane even before we do that sometimes you know the holy spirit or jesus just walks that way go go to there he walks that path for us he 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 walks and he prepares that way for us so every time we take one step there is favor take another step there is favor so yeah thank you so uh, it's it's so beautiful that daniel found that kind of favor and when uh, so it says in proverbs chapter 21 verse 1 the king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the lord he guides it wherever he pleases sometimes we think that uh, okay the situation has control over us you have no clue how much your prayer can do your prayer 
can change a situation that looks so controllable over you. That's, that's what, I mean, the Proverbs, it says in Proverbs, the king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. You win the favor of the Lord and he would just open doors you would not think of. So as, as you stay determined, there are results as you are determined or as you choose to resolve. So uh, if we read from verses 11 to 14. So uh, verses 11 to 14. Okay, the king's heart, yeah. I, can somebody read it if you all have it? Daniel chapter 1, 11 to 14. Daniel spoke with the attendant who has been appointed by the chief of staff uh, to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. Please test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. And at the end of 10 days, see how we look compared to other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in the light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestions and tested them for 10 days. So uh, as, as you are determined, you will see results. Like that's how he saw results, right? Uh, it says at the end of 10, uh, 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the younger men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So what are those places or seasons in your life where you, you think you need to start preparing or you think you need favor or you need, need to be determined? Uh, can you, you know, be in this place right now and just ask the Lord, like, what, what, what is that season? Uh, Paul was determined. Paul was very determined when he said, uh, I run the race. Uh, I think it's Philippians chapter 3. So Philippians chapter 3 verse 14, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Je Christ Jesus is calling us. Uh, I went through a process at one point of time in my life where I, I was not a very determined person. I, I, had a, I was lazy or probably not lazy. Uh, I, I was discouraged most of the times. I, I was not a person who would just come up and talk to people, just hide somewhere. But uh, so I, I had to, over, over time, you know, God had to do a work in my life. And it did not, the, the spirit of determination did not even come through till I had an injury and I, I tore my ligament. So uh, I tore my ligament and it, it so happened that I tore three ligaments. I'm not going to go to detailed description, but uh, I tore three ligaments. And when I had an operation after that, the doctor told me that you need to go through a process of rehabilitation or probably uh, physiotherapy. And in that physiotherapy process, uh, I um, this physio, the physio guy, he tells me that 
you know, this is your target for every week and you need to uh, maintain it. And uh, I, was, I was like, okay, I am <laughs> not, not in the right stage, but it was very painful. But then I had to choose, I had to choose if I have to walk again, uh, the time I, I, the cast was removed, my leg was stiff. I could not even take it back. So I had to choose if I had to bend it or just stay like that stiff. It's, it's like the degree to which, you know, we are ready to embrace the pain of recovery. It's the degree to which you start recovering. And as you keep serving, you need to also keep hiding in your secret place. You also need to keep running back to your secret place. That's what Jesus did. He always uh, had a, a time with his God where that was the most hidden time uh, it says in, chap in Psalms chapter 91 verse 1, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. In the message translation it says, you who sit down in the high God's presence, spend time in Shaddai's shadow. In spending time in the Lord Almighty's shadow. It's, it is, there is, just like Pastor Shaiju said, everything, so yesterday what happened is everything Pastor Shaiju is saying, I'm like, Lord, if he, he's preaching half of the word. Why, why, what am I going to do now? <laughs> so you need to recharge. You always need to go back to that place and recharge even before you can go. So as Christians, we do not uh, burn out serving. We, we burn out when we stop uh, fueling back when we stop uh, fueling ourselves back again and then uh, Daniel chapter 2 verse 23 uh, so this all this happens and there's a time when Nebuchadnezzar he gets a dream and all of a sudden he asks all those sorcerers and people to just interpret not not let them know that he did not tell them the dream but uh, he was like, I, I want you guys to tell me what I saw and also interpret that for me. So uh, in worst, and nobody else could do it uh, the way Daniel could. It was, it was a favor, that, you know. It says, Daniel chapter 2, verse 23, I thank and praise you, God, for of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength you have told me what we ask of you and reveal to us what the king demanded. So these are where your revelations come. In, in your shadow, in your secret place is where all your fueling, all your revelations, all interpretation, all your assignment, it happens there. And as you keep fueling up, you need to stay humble and you need to uh, always... Uh, and as you keep, you know, humbling yourselves, Lord knows where and how to lift you up. It was in chapter 2 where, so what he saw was a statue and uh, uh, the statue had a gold head, a silver chest and a bronze belly, legs were of iron and then there was clay, yeah, there was, the feet were of clay. So everything is everything did have a symbol. It it spoke about different kingdoms, but as much as it spoke about different kingdoms, if you see in chapter three, he saw something 
where, no, he built, in fact, a statue of gold. So I, I will not go to everything, but the first, the chapter two, the head of that uh, statue was gold. Chapter three, again, he built a statue of gold. In chapter two, the gold depicted his kingdom. There are times when, uh, you know, people, on authority try to magnify themselves. They try to put themselves in a position where they want to take all the glory. But it's so funny that God has a way of humbling them and God has a way of lifting you. Uh, so uh, it's, it's funny. He tried a magnification probably of uh, go in chapter 3, like go worship on the sound of trumpets. You just go and bow down at that idol. But in fact, what happened, the moment uh, uh, they did not do it, they were uh, asked to, you know, go to that fi- fiery furnace. And uh, it's so funny, at last, the king says, I don't know who your God is, but I saw another person in, in I, I put three people there, but there was a fourth person in that furnace and that only led to a promotion in their lives. So staying humble only, you know, uh, puts you to a place where the staying humble under the hand of God, He lifts you up in due time. Uh, cha- Daniel chapter 2 verse 48. Then the king promoted Daniel, gave him many great gifts, Uh, and made him the ruler over the whole province of Babylon and the chief administrator over all wise men of uh, Babylon. Daniel chapter 3, 29 to 30. Therefore, I make this decree. If people, uh, if any people, whatever uh, their race or nation or language speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they will be torn a limp from limb, and then their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no God who can rescue like this. It's so beautiful. It's like probably a person tries to take all the glory. At last, he sees that um, I he needs to humble himself, and he not only humbles himself, but he acknowledges the fact that the the other person's God, who their God is. The God who never leaves them. The God who walks through fire. Uh, it says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, the second part, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. Yeah. So this is, it's just a small word, but this is all I have to say. Like, uh, in your season of preparation, there, there is always, when you're called to serve, there is a season of preparation there is a favor in that season of preparation. And as you choose to uh, resolve in your heart, there, there are results when you are determined. And then as you keep serving, you need to go back to the hiding place. As you stay humble, God has a way of lifting you again. So can we just take time to pray? Father God, thank you for this word. Thank you for your children. Father, we are not on this earth without a reason, but with an assignment. 
and i pray that lord unveil that assignment that you've called us to live with unveil that you are a god and a god who works in seasons you are the lifter of our heads you are the one who knows our heart and you never let go no matter how messed we are you are still ready to pick us up from that mighty clay and put us back up on the rock to stay to you have called us the salt the light and we are going to live the call that you have on our lives father i pray that you would only ignite our hearts to love you more to serve you more to bow before you more because it's out of that love and reverence we can do what we are called to do father In jesus most precious name we ask and pray we hope this week's sermon from bangalore revival center was a blessing to you to remain connected or to visit us find all the information on dreamingrevival.com